everybody. Thank you so much for coming back to Deep Ties Podcast with William Meyer and Sophie Jubilier. We're going to do it's a more serious talking topic. about failure and what you can and can't control because this is our last episode until our wrap up at the end yeah. of the year. Start, we'll yeah. start with failure. So obviously failure is a human experience. Everyone knows this. Everyone has failed before and if you haven't failed, then, lucky for you, but you aren't living, truly. You're just... <laughs> you're, you're dead and... No, I'm No, you're just probably being precautious or you're just doing... Like, it. That's a little strange if you haven't honestly, failed. Honestly, if you haven't failed, then good for you, but that's like supernatural. It's just you're not living to the fullest if you haven't failed because everyone knows that you have to fail to get past things. Yeah. Failing and, is part of going up. We'll get into that later. Yeah. I think failing is typically perceived as a negative thing. Like, you yeah, see it definitely. a lot... Failing, you see tests. Failing, you see, like, uh, other things. Like, failing a test, I think, of the most. Just yeah, cause that's... Just because we, like... Yeah, kind of teenagers. Like, school is, like... Yeah. Kind of consumes our lives, so failing yeah, pretty much Yeah, but we actually... The thing is that everyone thinks it's a negative thing, but we have to use it to do a positive thing. But it's really hard to even yeah. look at it as a positive thing. I definitely cannot see it that way, but I know I try to, actually, but still... It's, yeah, like... You have to turn that frown upside down, guys. <laughs> you know, I like recently I've had like a, like a really bad grade on something, but like you just have to like look at like okay, this can be good. We can like turn this frown upside down, and we can learn and build from this. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I mean, failing, not for my grade, but failing does not initially. like as William said, failing's not gonna like ruin his entire grade for the whole year. Yeah. It's just gonna be one failure, and it might you might stick with it. But at the end in life, when you're a few years later, you're not gonna remember that you failed some math test or some yeah. other test or something. You're yeah. not gonna remember that in a few years, and like, one experience uh-huh. should not make you give up necessarily. Yeah, I mean, for me, it really motivated me because like, all right, you can do more now. You can get like study a lot. Boom, boom, boom. That's really great. That's the output or the ideology mindset that you should have. The issue is with a lot of people, when they have a failure, it's typically easy for it's easier for people to break down, give up, than to yeah. just keep going forward. Especially, like when you think of failing as such of not making something or not getting on something or not getting one of your goals and failing or not achieving something that you want, mm-hmm. like such as a competition or a sports team or not getting to one of your goals by the end of the year, mm-hmm. it's easier to give up than to try again for a lot of people. Because trying again, it's a lot of courage that you need to build up and you're going to need to build up the mindset to try again because a lot of people like to fall into that rut. Like, especially I just had, we just had our student council elections. Oh, um, I, uh, William did win, but I did lose, which was a bit upsetting, especially for me. But I had to think of it as that there's going to be good people on our student council. I trust William. I was on it this yeah. year. I was given an advantage. And although I didn't win, I know I tried my best. And that also I can try again next year. It took me a bit to realize that I could just, I'm going to try again next year. Because, you know, if I don't make it, at least I tried. And mm-hmm. if I fail again, then failure just ultimately means that I tried my best. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't result in the outcome yeah. I want, but at least I try, you know? Yeah, usually when some there's, like, failure, there's always be, like, gotta be at least one good thing that happened. Like, so if you have, like, two years left, so, I mean, you're good to go. So, when something, you get, you, like, fail at something, for example, test, because that's kind of the most generic thing I can think of, like, you have to, like, appreciate that it happened, even though it might seem really bad. There's, like, this one quote, I don't cry because it's over, like, be smile because it happened or something. I don't remember who that's from. It, it goes like something. It goes along the lines of that. Well, when I also think of failure, like 
failure typically leads to more exploration because typically when you fail something new is going to open up like if i didn't make one team maybe there will be another opportunity for me later down the road now that i have this free time that i can explore something new and typically when you fail you're not going to ultimate you don't want to ultimately give up but a failure can lead to exploration because you're trying new things ultimately and you're working and trying your best and when you're trying your best and you're looking at new things you know you're just giving your all by saying notice like like, life is all about choices and by saying yes something it's saying no to another thing and if you're like like not getting on a soccer team for example then i mean there's there's more doors that open you'll have more time to do other stuff if you want failure will help you like see uh what mistakes you made and why not to make them again so maybe you didn't do well in a math test or a test in general. You can look at those mistakes and use them to help you grow because your knowledge will be further expanding then as well. And you can see that you're not going to make them again because ultimately while failure is perceived as a negative thing and it's not really as negative as people think, but even though you might have that feeling, you can see what to not do for the next time, mm-hmm. which is that positive mindset again. And when you see that you don't want to make the same mistake as you did before, it will help you learn and grow ultimately. And that's why, as as we all are human, everyone needs to fail in order to grow as a person. So once you fail, you're ultimately growing. But with failure, we even if you give up, you're ultimately going to come back again and you're mm-hmm. going to grow. So you just have to think of that first. It's definitely okay, though, to sulk on it a little don't just immediately jump to, oh, I, I like mm-hmm. failed mm-hmm. my math test, but oh, it's okay because I still have a good grade in the class because then you're just skipping over the like, stuff that's mm-hmm. like you did badly or you yeah. made these mistakes because you're not focusing on what you should do for the next time. Yeah. But you also need to look at and take in that sadness, but then use that sadness and use that failure to work up to that mindset. Yeah, I would just like make – if you're – like fail a test like obviously don't just like be like oh whatever like you have to understand that you failed but you can benefit from it there's ways to like improve Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. most of these things when you fail you're probably going to try again at some point you're not just going to take one test and you might have do that one test for that specific chapter or something or that specific book but you're going to have some tests similar to it for next time so yeah. you can see in the overall like what you can do maybe it wasn't the exact like what you're learning that you were messing up maybe you were making simple mistakes such as especially in math i tend to make a lot of stupid mistakes on my test just like quick checking stuff mm-hmm. so if i maybe tell myself oh i didn't do well because i needed to work slower but i felt rushed because i didn't have enough time so i was rushing through my work then ultimately I can use that in the future as well because it might not just been the material that I was struggling with, but also what I was doing actually on the test. Yeah, and if you fail, don't compare yourself to others because I know a lot of people do that. Like, oh, but this class did, my class overall did really well on it, but I didn't. Well, that's fine. Does me might mean you need a little room for improvement and means that you can yeah. always do better. Failure is always room for improvement because once you're the greatest, is there really room to improve? You might think you're the greatest, but there's always room for improvement. And failing is kind of a ter- a scale. It depends on you what you think failing is. But at the same time, a lot of people think failing might be different to them than to other people. Failing for someone might be doing amazing for you which might seem weird to you, but 
it's oh, just yeah. in a relative perspective as to how someone thinks but at the same time you don't want to be too hard on yourself as well because failing is human and we all fail and you all have to accept that and you can't just be really hard on yourself when you fail again you have to use that mindset to build it up because when you're really hard on yourself it's not going to do anything for you in the future it's just going to make it worse you're Maybe you're really upset about a score or something, but just being hard on yourself and yelling at yourself or having some comparing yourself to someone else, it's just going to ultimately make it worse. Yeah, and like a literal number, like something percent, does not define who you are. Yeah. Like failing. We talked about this before, I think. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah, probably. Like failure is like, there's nothing really, no life experience that can really match with failure and like the growth they can get from it. Like, you can really just, like, reflect on yourself a lot, and it's really useful if you, like, use it the right way. And in a lot of things, you can't really get that. So I think yeah. failure is really vital to, like, self-development. Yeah, exactly. And you can – you have to remember this feeling, and though it might suck, failure is, like, really hard thing to deal with. You just have to remember that feeling because you don't want to just look over it again. But I think it's we like, can move into yeah. control – so with failure, you can also come into control because you have to control what you're going to do with this failure. So control is key to understanding how you use your abilities and your choices to the greatest potential. So you don't want to take one failure and bring it, have it bring you down. You want to obviously use that failure to improve later. And you have the opportunity to control yourself while you may not be other to control other things. You can definitely control yourself, mm -hmm. and it's important to con learn how to use that control and to f define those limits of what you can and can't control so you can use it with failure or other things as well or anything in life such as failure because we must control our failures and not let them overwhelm us as well. Yeah, like you can obviously a big thing is that you can control yourself. That's the main thing you can control. So say if you didn't make a sports team, then you can control yourself. So maybe practice more, go out in the fields, or anything. You might not be able to necessarily control the coach's decision or how they specifically mm -hmm. felt about you, but you can always control what you want to do to improve. You can keep practicing. You can keep trying. You can go get some extra help, maybe if it's, like, something in school or just you want some extra advice from someone else, like a trusted adult or something like that. You can always go up and ask, what can I do to improve or what can I do to help and like what can I control necessarily? Because then you're not feeling like you, then you feel like you've done a lot and you're controlling what you can, which is really beneficial because when you fail or when you can't feel like you can't control anything and you think you can't or you think the opposite and you think you have to control everything, it's yeah. nice to go to something and see what you can do and what you can't. So, yeah, like make sure obviously control like your outlook on things, your emotions, your emotions might get the better of you sometimes. And that's OK, but you can control your emotions and your feelings. And it's important to also obviously release them somewhere. But taking control of your emotions and your things puts you on the wheel of your own life and has you direct what you want to do and what path you want to take. So that's really important to understand because then it makes you feel like more responsible, especially. Yeah. And then also like really what it is, is it's important to let go of what you can't control because 
I think an issue more that I have is not what I can do can control, it's what I can't control. And that happens for a lot of people too because it's easier to do things that you can control because you can do them pretty simply. But things that you can't control such as like other people or like external circumstances like your friends' choices or like where, what the weather is or mm-hmm. how the day is, you can't control that. And while it might affect your choices throughout the day, you can't ultimately change what you can't control. That's a hard thing to struggle with because sometimes you might feel like you need to control everything in order to get things done or to get things moving or to become improved or improve something. And it's ultimately going to lead to more stress and it definitely is stressful because I know especially I've had experiences where I feel like I need to do all the work in something because I, f- I get scared that my teammates may not do everything that they can. And I try to do everything I can, but then I get worried. Do I have to take responsibility for them? Should I be doing their work as well? Should I like try and get everything done and like do- feel like it's all on myself? Because that happens sometimes. And also with this, we don't try to control things we can't control on purpose tip most of the times it's subconsciously so you don't even realize you start to control things until after they happen Mm -hmm. which it's kind of just how the human nature works because you want to get the best thing best outcome you want and sometimes you may feel that that has to all rely on you and it's all what you can control and it's all up to you but in reality it's not but it's really hard to see that in the moment yeah i mean if you like feel ultra like extremely stressed about something or especially in like a group project just like take a step back i think we said this in another epi- in another episode but just like look back and like reflect not only on like yourself but maybe like others and like you know yeah and it's important to communicate maybe if you feel like um maybe you feel like someone isn't doing their work or what they that their part is Mm -hmm. to communicate that to them or just communicate to someone in general that you feel like all this is all on you or just release that somewhere as well as we talked about previously because we need to focus on what we can control and how we impact what we can control like you can tell your friends hey could you possibly do this i just want to help or you can say you can convince them to do one thing, but then again, it's ultimately up to them. But maybe your impact will have something else on them. Maybe you know your friend's making bad choices and that worries you, but you know it's not on you, but you can try and convince them to not. But still, it's ultimately up to them. Yeah, communication is key. Like, while you might not be able to control what others do, maybe you can, like, not make sure, like, you have your boundaries, like, like point at them. Or how, what's the analogy? Like, push them in a certain direction but don't like shove them that's the point yeah like you can maybe like help them out or try and like like have them do something but don't like try like putting it all on them and have like, your boundaries with those sorts of things because it's their life they can do what they want the thing is when we talk about what we can control typically it's like how to solve the problem And when it's using multiple things uh, with what we can control mixed with also what we can't control, it's typically how do we solve the problem is the mindset we think in. And there are some things you can control, like maybe the weather's really bad one day and it was your the day you were going to go to the beach and 
you're just trying to find a way to go to the beach without getting rained on or finding something to do. But ultimately, the weather's not going to change most likely. Yeah. So it's really focusing on what you can control and letting go of what you can't is going to help lead to that mindset before it overwhelms you and you get too stressed yeah don't if in the beach example like i wouldn't just don't dread on the fact that you may not be able to go to the beach that day because it's raining maybe as i said before if something can, if you say no to something other doors open so maybe you can like have a movie night or ga- family game night with your family like don't dread on the fact that like you can't go to the beach for example but maybe what else you can do and what yeah. you can control yeah and also like Typically, with what we can and can't control, we think of fears a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you might have a fear of heights. You might have a fear of something else. But especially just fear in general, like scared of this math test or scared of something else. You have to identify the fears with the problem because you can associate those fears with what you can and can't control. So say you're really nervous for this test and you're really scared and it's getting to the point where you feel like you can't control anything will say I can study and prepare as much as I can on my own but I can't see what questions are on the test but I can look on my own of what I have and what resources I have to prepare for the test because you're not going to know what's on the test or what the test is like or ultimately what the teacher decided about the test Mm -hmm. you can do you can prepare though and that's on you but you see that those fears can be controlled almost to an extent Mm -hmm. Sometimes, say you have a test you need to study, but you don't have time. Um, I would, like, what you can control is, like, what you do with your time. So, maybe you can, like, move something back and be like, hey, I really have this big test I have to study for. Sorry, I just have to, like, push this back. Like, use what you can control. Maybe, like, if you have some sort of lesson or something, maybe ask, hey, um, sorry, I really hate doing this but can we maybe move back just so i can do this yeah so like use that wisely yeah exactly you can control your time and that's where priorities come in as we have talked about before you can also control your personal choices as well so choosing what you want to do with your time is one of them choosing what friends you have is one of them choosing what classes you want to take maybe Mm -hmm. uh choosing there's a lot of things you can choose and that will help you see what you can and can't control as well but your choices are ultimately up to you so basically the idea of what you do with yourself is always going to be up to you for the most part yeah definitely well i think that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed stay tuned for our next episode that will be the season finale let's go Um thank you all so much for tuning in we hope you enjoyed make sure to Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchored, or any other listening platform you may use. And follow us on Instagram, deep.divespodcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.